0: Hi and welcome to the inaugural edition of Measure This, a podcast for the geospatially inclined, produced by XYHT Magazine and sponsored by Trimble. My name is Neil Sandler and I'm publisher of XYHT Magazine. Today we're here with Tim Birch, a professional land surveyor and vice president of the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Welcome Tim. Thank you. For those of you who are familiar with XYHT Magazine, this is entirely appropriate that our very first podcast is focusing on surveying. For our first 31 years, XYHT was better known as Professional Surveyor Magazine. So surveying remains in our blood, and our editor Gavin Schrock is a working land surveyor. Tim, if you'd be so kind, tell us a little bit about yourself. You are a working land surveyor.
1: Yes, I am. Um, I'm currently uh, director of surveying for a firm in Chicago. Um, I am a second generation surveyor. Uh, My dad was a, a land surveyor for 40 years before retiring. Um, He gave me my first opportunity to survey when I was in high school so uh, it was just one of those things that I felt I was able to fall into and uh, honestly, I've never looked back because I, I do truly love uh, the profession of surveying.
0: What was the attraction from the, as a youth? Uh,
1: as a youth, it was, it was a little bit of the inside and outside. Uh, I, it, because it was a small firm that uh, my father was working for, I had the opportunity to do the, some of the field work. And then was also at that point in time, uh, we were still hand drafting. And I had, had taken some drafting classes in high school and really enjoyed them. So to have an opportunity to actually do that drafting on a real project, uh, something I'd been learning in school in, in a real world application, it just it really, it, 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 I, I liked being able to, to apply what I was learning in a, in, for a real world type situation.
0: Was it primarily a boundary work? Uh, it was a little bit of
1: everything at that point in time even. It was boundary work, it was some topography. Uh, Plats of subdivision, a uh, little bit of everything. Like I said, it was a nice, nice small. It was a small firm, but we did a little bit of everything. That uh, was was nice to be able to have that variety.
0: Did dad hope is your dad retired at this point.
1: Dad is retired at this point. Uh, I didn't think he could uh, walk away from it, but uh, he found enough stuff to do in uh, in retirement that uh, he he doesn't miss it.
0: All right, cool. Hey, you mentioned something right through a little aside here. You mentioned something about what you did with uh, on Father's Day with your daughter.
1: Yes. 23 year old daughter. 23 uh, year old daughter, uh, uh, just graduated from college a year ago. Um, she's still living with us for the time being until she lines up roommates, getting her life started the way we all did. Uh, but for father's day, she wanted to spend the day with me. And, uh, so we went and did some, just some father's activities, a little shopping, a little, uh, just, um, uh, little beer tasting. She's, uh, she's my little craft beer drinker. Um, uh, but it was nice spending a time with uh, basically the product of, of what you've worked so hard to, to to raise, and really get some get some good feedback. But from she her. told
0: you a little bit about what why she thought you were a cool dad. Well, which I, I enjoyed hearing. Yeah, that.
1: exactly. Uh, it was it, it kind of struck me funny when she said it. Um, she knows how much I really uh, try to to stay on top of my game with everything, with work, with life, uh, stay current with things. And the one thing, the the statement that she made to me that really kind of stuck out, stuck out, and, and uh, it actually made me proud was that she doesn't see me as as a Gen X type person that I truly should fall into. That I, I really follow follow more of a millennial type of thinking. That it's always about uh, technology. It's always about making things better um, through technology and and advancement. So uh, to make me make it sound like I was, you know, one of her contemporaries was. Uh, was uh to, to me, it was high praise.
0: And I appreciate that. Uh, the reason I was asking that is you talked earlier about how you've enjoyed the fact that you've embraced new technologies as a professional.
1: Absolutely. And that's something that uh, I think one thing that I've always appreciated about surveying has been the emerging technologies that have happened uh, in my my lifetime. And I've written in, in several of my uh, articles that when I started surveying, the EDM's had just be kind of become really vogue in the in the early 80's That where uh, the everyday surveyor could afford them. Uh, electronic uh, total stations become more and more prevalent through that time. And then into the early 90's, uh, early to mid 90's, and getting uh, involved with GPS was, uh, to me, was just so fascinating to be able to do. Now, now we're getting f- uh, further into the technology with sophisticated data collectors with laser scanning now with the introduction and uh, of uavs is just uh that's something that, that that i've really embraced my company i've been able to have my company really embrace um remote sensing is just going to be what's going to be the it is not the next big biggest thing it is the thing for surveyors to embrace
0: yeah you know uh you're younger uh, than your typical national Cyber professional surveyor members, which Kurt Sumner tells us what is close to 60. Uh, where do you see yourself professionally in 5 to 10 years as a surveyor? 5 to 10 years? I Honestly, I think I want to keep doing what I'm doing.
1: Uh, my biggest uh I guess enjoyment in my surveying career right now is being able to mentor the younger surveyors that are coming on, uh, being able to learn from them some of the new technologies, but then also being able to instill uh, into them, uh, call them the old school standards with things with, but it's, it's taking some of the, those, uh, those things I've learned and being able to adapt them to, to new, the new technologies, to the remote sensing, to the data collection we're doing the data collection uh, is so important in to what we're doing that uh, being able to to embrace the new technology with uh, with what we do and what we're in, what, what we're uh, enti- really trained to do to protect the public with uh, with what we're trying to to accomplish as surveyors. It's not just about where do, where do the pegs go in the ground for boundaries. It's, it is about taking that snapshot in time with that geospatial data um, that we're establishing the maps of today and tomorrow uh, with this technology.
0: Yeah, serving the public. That's great to hear you bring that into the equation. Um, one of the things that you pride yourself on, I was talking with you and Kurt Sumner earlier today at NSPS, but you're part of what I guess we call the youth movement, youth movement at NSPS. Can you elaborate a little bit about that? I know today in your offices here in in Frederick, Mer- Frederick, Maryland, you're actually having a meeting of the TrigStar folks, are talking about some of the young people, and what what do you see the role of NSPS in bringing young people into surveying? Well,
1: NSPS has pr- traditionally been an organization that has has been uh, representative of the professional surveyor. Well, surveying has changed over the last ten. 20, 30 years, and it's become more than just the surveyor out performing the surveys for the for the general public. It has become more of of uh, high high accuracy mapping, and it's 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 embracing so many of those things. And it's not just the the, the licensed surveyor that's doing this work. There are so many technicians. There are so many both field and office. Um, there's a lot of specialization that goes on in the the in the data collection that uh, we, the association is going to, we need to adapt to be able to, to to change to basically widen that umbrella and embrace uh, the data collection that's going on by a multitude of people
0: um, so, are you saying, in a, in a roundabout way, that you're not, you don't think that the organization has gotten enough of the technicians, in addition to the surveyors? Oh, that's ex- what I'm reading into it, this. Okay.
1: Exactly, that's exactly what it's what we we have to do as the association is to be able to to to, uh, to recognize that. Uh, it's more than just the the, the the stamp that's on the plan. It's all the people that are behind all of this data, behind all of this information. And they belong in this organization. They belong they belong and deserve the representation that, that we give them. Um, it's it's for the education, it's for the for the commitment to the profession. Uh, it's being able to empower them to, to feel like they belong to something.
0: Okay. Um. Well, can you talk at it all about some of the new initiatives within NSPS? Are there some new initiatives that you all are thinking about or contemplating?
1: Yes, actually, you can talk
0: to us in public. Oh, about?
1: sure. No, there's there's several things. Um, I mean, really, starting at the at the, the top, um, it, it's it is our our, our um, ongoing com- uh, commitment to the college programs that are going on for the future future uh, license surveyors. Um, we do. Uh, we still do a, a college competition every spring, um, uh, inviting in as many colleges as, as, as want to come to our, our spring meeting uh, and and have them uh, compete on these, these projects, to, to, and also then to be able to rub elbows with uh, with their, their 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 future professional uh, contemporaries. Um, at the high school level, we have the trig star program that, uh, has been around for a long time, but it really hasn't been, uh, promoted to the level that it needs to be. And it is now, uh, especially now with the, with the technology that's available and being able to, um, to impress upon the, the high school kids. Yes. The math that you're learning in, in high school, it is used in a profession. It is used in, uh, I mean, especially surveying, but a lot of stuff that's STEM, um, it, that it's it is something that that is it's a it's something that that can be used um, in many professions beyond beyond uh, high school, in uh, college. So it's it's establishing that uh, that rapport with the high schoolers. Then we're also then moving into looking at uh, the, the junior high and the elementary kids with uh, just making them aware of what surveying is. Um, it's not traditionally any you know. For them to ask their parents what a surveyor does, if their parent even knows, it's not the guy standing on the road side of the road with a tripod taking pictures. Um, it is UAVs. It is remote sensing and laser scanning. It is this geospatial data collection that uh, the kids get it. The, and and you know that's one thing that uh, uh, if if anything, making that connection with kids today. Um, I always I always laugh when I'm with the kids, um, giving seminars, what have you, that when mom and dad are yelling at them for being in the basement playing games on their on their whatever their game console is, you know that they're wasting their time. Those kids are problem solvers. They are they're figuring out what to do to get through this game, to get from point A to point B, to collect these these things. Um, it is hand-eye coordination. Those are those are the future surveyors that I see. Those are the ones doing our geospatial data collection, the remote sensing. Uh, they're solving problems by doing by playing these games. Um, so I, I encourage them to, to to keep doing these types of things and to also look into ed- the education that goes behind some of the, some of these problem solvings um, that, that they're accomplishing. So uh there's a lot of outreach that nsps is trying to do now because it's not just the the continuing education of the licensed land surveyor and and doing things better it's establishing a future um, for the from college through elementary that this is a profession to, to consider uh because it is so much more than just a land survey um you know a, a a typical old-school plat of survey that when somebody buys or sells a piece of property. Everything is done with surveying now. Um, Like I said, from laser scanning to UAVs, everything includes it. So uh, we got to make sure that they know what it is.
0: We hope you're enjoying XYHT's Measure This podcast, brought to you exclusively by Trimble Geospatial, the most trusted brand in surveying. Find a distributor or product information at geospatial.trimble.com. Well, Tim, you're scaring me. I have a 17- and an 18-year-old back home, and my son in particular, the 17-year-old, is a very techie, and he's on his computer doing all kinds, of, I mean, God knows what he's doing there. But now when I go to conferences, trade shows or whatever, I feel like I'm in a room with a bunch of young people like him. They're all in their controllers or doing yes. different things, and all of a sudden it's dawn on me, I'm the problem. My son's got the solution. The young kids today are engaged in these things, and they embrace them many ways more than we do or more than I do. Exactly. And you're younger than I am. but I, 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 So do you get to speak to young people very often?
1: Uh, every opportunity we get. Uh, something our, our company uh, actually was allowed to let me build was a an augmented reality sandbox. Um, what? But oh my goodness. I, I saw this a couple of years ago in a couple of different functions and uh, got online and decided that we wanted to build one. Well, it it's turned out to be one of those things that when
0: since we can you describe it a little bit give us a little more detail sure sure. reality sandbox
1: yes uh it's a it's a 30 inch by 40 inch sandbox that what it it the components comprise of um uh, actually it's a scanner off of uh, an xbox 360 that is then ported the data um It scans the top of the sand, the data is then ported into a computer that has got Linux software, open source software that was created by a a professor from UC Davis, California, um, that put the software and all the instructions on the Internet for people to build. Well, once that software analyzes that surface data, it colorizes it and contours it and sends that data back up through a, uh, a projector that projects the colors and contours right back on the sand. And in real time, as you move the sand, the, sand, the contours and the coloring changes with it. We use it in house to help um, train new CAD technicians and new field technicians on contouring and uh, break lines and how surfaces are created for, for, the, for uh, sure. surveying type exercises. But we use it also then for, uh, for the, uh, the go- going into the, into the schools, science fairs, what have you, and being able to explain to them drainage patterns. And, and that was one of the neat functions of that you can put your hand under the scanner and make it rain. And uh, it looks like water's flowing down through the contours. We use it to help uh, e- explain, explain contouring and contour elevations, uh, how watersheds work, how uh, wetlands work. It's a training tool. Um, it is a very, very good training tool, and since we've built this and been able to take it into these schools and college and uh, science fairs, we're inundated with with uh, wow uh, requests to come in and talk to kids. So, um, yes, it's been nice because it's it, like I said earlier that that's one of the things I really like doing is is explain to the kids what we do and what and how fulfilling a job. Whether it's surveying, whether it's engineering, anything STEM-related, that uh, it's it is a, it is a wonderful career. Um, so being able to do this and take this into these uh, classrooms, it's it's great to see this. Their eyes light up when when they get to stick their hands in the sand and they get to play. And then for me to tell them, keep playing your games because you are problem solving. Um, and, you know, and something else I tell the older kids um, are cell phones. It, it, it's all about uh... geospatial data what they're holding in their hand with their cell phone is geospatial data that everywhere they're going there something's being tied to an app um, whether it's um, google maps and it's telling them where the the nearest starbucks is or what have you that is all geospatial data and it's 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 knowing where you're at and 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 what the loca- the specific locations are with things at that snapshot in time so it's all data collection it's all geospatial and it's all real world that we're using every day that's something they can they can wrap a whole profession around uh, if they play their cards right and, uh, and want to go and uh, educate themselves even further
0: and i'll bet you if you went to your typical surveyor and i'll say someone more close to my age uh, they'd never they never go in the direction that you're going right now because I mean you are very enthusiastic about motivating young people to come into our world
1: well it's honestly it's been through self-motivation uh, throughout my career and seeing what those advancements are um, yes yeah. so for me seeing seeing cell phone technology seeing the the laser scanning seeing all of this high-tech stuff um, it intrigues me and uh, and beyond the intriguingness it uh it it see it it shows me how i can do my job better more efficiently and uh yeah it makes it fun and yeah. uh it uh, there's nothing worse than i see i see people that, uh, that that are in professions for a long time that they never really enjoy because it's just a job well this is my career and i think meaning it, that it's a career is much more than a job um but i do enjoy it um it's um, I geocache on the weekends. I, 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 it's 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 fun to incorporate the, the things I'm learning in my in my profession, in my career, even in, into my my personal life. I just I I I enjoy the technology, and it's 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 fun to keep pushing the boundaries with things. Hey, so now, where do
0: we get one of these sandboxes? um actually actually um um i mean all the inter- i know after we're done here people are going to say hey that sounds like a pretty cool deal there where do well, we get a sandbox? well
1: actually what we're doing um nsps is doing right now i'm taking the plans that we developed uh for our sandbox through my company um we're going to publish those um i'm going to go ahead and put everything together um we'll see them out soon uh, a couple of different outlets we'll get them out to uh, all the state serving affiliates and uh through various outlets, including including yours, hopefully, and uh, uh, definitely on the NSPS News and Views uh, page, it'll be out. But uh, um, it'll be everything you'll need to know about how to, to how to who to buy the materials from, what kind of computer to get, everything you'll need to know wow. to, build, to build one of these sandboxes. Oh exciting!
0: Hey, listen, uh, we only have a few more minutes here, but I feel like I'm straying a little bit. I haven't asked you too much about NSPS or enough about it. Uh, first of all, I guess for our listeners. Uh, membership, we know, has been quite stable, has grown quite a bit in the past few years, and uh, membership has been stable. Uh, can you talk at all about sure, membership? Sure. It's
1: been several years uh, since NSPS uh, created a program for a, a lot more direct outreach to the states, and we were able to gain uh, a lot more membership of the profession. What is centers. membership
0: now? What numbers do you have? Uh, we're right around 15,000
1: members. Wow, good. Which okay. is, is, is still pretty It is pretty good. Um, it represents probably. Um, I'm, I'm going to say probably half of the the licensed land surveyors in the, in the United States, um, but the the new initiative that we're really trying to push is not just that it's not the licensed land surveyors alone. Um, that the, the, the licensed surveyor isn't the one doing all the work. It is the, uh, the the CAD technicians. It is the field technicians. It is the office personnel. Um, somebody that's well versed in uh, Legal descriptions and uh, title commitments. We've got, we've got experts to look at that stuff in the surveying. Uh, so there's a lot of
0: opportunity for growth. There
1: is a lot of opportunity for growth, and that's what NSPS is looking to do, is to grow our, our membership to include all of those people that, that are so critical to the surveying, not just a surveying department company, but
0: to the surveying profession. Hey, uh, uh, we had talked about this a little while ago, but uh, uh, a year and a half ago, there was a big event in Denver called Geo Week. Several uh, geospatial organizations collaborated and it was a very successful uh, week. Um, next year's, several of the same organizations have announced that they're gonna do a Geo Week in the Washington DC area. Uh, will NSPS be involved with that at this point or is it?
1: We're definitely looking into it. With, our, with the office here being here in Frederick, uh, not too far from the DC area, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, that we be involved and we're seeing a lot of commonality especially with some of the, the the associations that are have been involved with this for quite a while it is technology and there's so much tech in technology that NSPS and the serving community is embracing that uh, we need to be part of it so yes we're definitely looking into what can be our role in, in participating in uh, in this it, it, it is a spectacular event
0: okay cool Hey, uh, um, and getting back to NSPS issues what are some of the key issues that your organizations focusing on now and in the near future?
1: Well, several of the key issues that uh, that I, I I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure that even the typical NSPS member realizes is uh, is some of the funding issues that are going through and keeping the surveyor.
0: Elaborate on uh, funding issues, fun, um, federal it, government. You're talking infrastructure. about
1: infrastructure. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, there's so much of the, the funding for the infrastructure of, of both national and at state level uh, projects. We know our roads are falling apart. We know a lot of our bridges and, and other infrastructures is, is uh, uh, coming under 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 duress. That uh, the, these things need to be dealt with. Um, it's making sure that the surveyor is part of that data collection and design process. Um, that's one part of it. Uh, the other big issue that NSPS is, is trying to help uh, deal with is deregulation of licensure. Um, with the push at a lot of state levels to reduce costs um, of, of, of government, uh, a lot of states are looking at deregulating licensure of, of some professions. Um, and unfortunately. But, but, a, it, but a
0: surveyor is not in the same role as, what do we say, uh, someone who is. Does- fingernails or someone like that right nail parlor yes uh, well entrepreneur i mean
1: exactly i mean because of our role it is is so important in protecting the public um with with boundary issues with right-of-ways with uh, with, with geospatial data period um licensure is critical that uh, we have the uh the right people with the right expertise, um, licensed to do that work, overseeing all uh, all of this work that needs to be done, by getting rid of licensure and only to, only for really for the effect of allowing a lower cost of entry of somebody coming in to do this work as well, but yet not qualified. I mean, that's what's opening that door. So, NSPS is taking a um, a, a front row push on making sure that we talk to everyone at the, st- at the state licensing board levels to, to uh, reinforce the, the importance of licensing uh, of our land surveyors and the, and the work that needs to be done under the direction of a licensed land surveyor um, because it is critical that, that this work gets done and done, done right.
0: Yeah. Tim I can, see, uh, I can see why your daughter is so proud of you. <laughs> a lot of enthusiasm uh, leadership, uh, you know, and, and pleasure in what you, enjoyment in what you do for a living. I mean, I can see that.
1: Well, this, it was instilled from my father, uh, g- going out to the field the first time for at 15, and and showing me what uh, what land surveying was all about, and then.
0: Uh, I tell you, I'm sorry, I should have said your dad should also be proud. Well, of <laughs> I, yeah,
1: he, I think he is too. Uh, pretty sure he is too. But uh, it's it's. It's been a lifelong commitment to a profession that I enjoy, and uh, it's it's provided me with a lot of opportunities. I've met a lot of great people, and it's been it's been a fun challenge. So, um, yes, it's been uh, it's it's been a fun ride that I I hope doesn't soon, end anytime soon.
0: Tim, thank you so much. Uh, this has been very interesting. Uh, you've been listening to the inaugural episode of Measure This on behalf of the team at XYHT Magazine. And, of course, our sponsor at Trimble. I thank you folks for listening. Feel free to reach out to any of us on social media via XYHT. Tim, I can't thank you enough. It's been a great few minutes with you and look forward to seeing where you and NSPS go into the future.
1: Well, I appreciate it, too. I, I love the name of the podcast. I mean, Measure, measure This is just, uh, that's, that's awesome. I, I, I look forward to hearing more.
0: Thank you. We'll have some more interviews uh, in the coming weeks. Thanks again. Thank you, folks.